So you're thinking about starting your own business, or maybe you're in the part of your business where you just need some more help. Wouldn't it be great if you could just jump into it with a trusted friend or partner or family member? Many will say that you should absolutely avoid working with your friends or family. I understand this, as we all have seen the damage that can happen when personal relationships get tangled up with business. From my own experience, if you approach it carefully and with clear boundaries in mind, you can have a fruitful collaboration with family and friends and preserve the personal relationships as well. It just takes a little intentionality and understanding. We're going to talk about that in this episode, about how we can enter into the decision whether or not to bring in friends or family into our business mix. And I'm going to look at the many good reasons why working with people who are close to you can be great, and some of the pitfalls that can happen when you work with family and friends as well. At seven years old, my parents opened their restaurant in Frankfort, Kentucky, The Smile of Siam. I was asked to do different tasks here and there to help with the family's business. And because they trained me so intensely, they knew they could count on me as a team member. So one of the tasks that I would have was to fill soy sauce bottles. And I would fill them up and then I would say, I'm done my dad would look at them and say, you need to wipe them off because they're still dirty. I would roll my eyes and pick them all back off the table and wipe them down. And he would check them. If there was a spot on one side of the jar, he would make me do it again. It was really annoying at the time because I just wanted to get the task done. But now I appreciate it so much because they really instilled in me this level of striving for excellence and wanting to do well and doing the job well no matter what. At the time, I didn't appreciate how much I was learning and how much experience I was getting. So when I left for college and then I came back and wanted to work with them again, they were not hesitant at all because we had worked together before. But it was also a very different experience because now I was an adult. I had gone off to college and come back and thought that I was pretty hot stuff, like most early 20-year-olds. And I was ready to kind of do things my way. But they're the ones that had the experience. And over time, I'm really feeling like I want to do some things that maybe I feel like would be really great for the business that doesn't match up with how they want to necessarily do the business. So there's always differences in opinions. And I think, especially coming from an immigrant Asian family, the rules of parent and child don't ever go away. You respect your elders, you respect your parents, and you just do as they say. And I try to subscribe to that as much as I possibly could, but I'm fairly stubborn and just really felt strongly about doing certain things my way. And so that dynamic was something we bumped into quite a bit here and there. But ultimately, we loved each other. We respected each other. We wanted this business to succeed. And even if we had a difference in opinion, we were always going to show up for each other. Ultimately, it came down to what are your priorities. And family was always the most important to us. So even if I felt like something in the business should go this way. Nothing in the business was going to be so important that it was going to jeopardize my relationship with my parents. Because when you can set those priorities in place, 
then it becomes very clear when you are trying to battle it out on something. Is it really worth that battle? Most of the time it probably isn't and you can figure out a way to compromise. I want to share with you some tips that I feel like have really helped me in navigating those relationships and also navigating how we work together. And three things that really helped me kind of navigate those different times that we had this work relationship. Number one is working out your past. So if you've got a complicated relationship with your parents, then I think it's important to either lay it all out there and figure out the stuff from the past, whether that's by talking to them directly or through counseling, therapy, whatever it is you need to do to work out that stuff. I feel like so many relationships go south because once you start working together, you start bringing the past into those working relationships that are different than if you're working with someone that you don't have that sort of past relationship with. So number two is understanding everyone's superpower. And I think what was so great about my parents is they understood what I was really good at. And so they would put those jobs to me. I would love making signs for if we were having an event or creating a sign for a special. So they would let me do that. My mom's superpower is just her ability to cook and how she makes these amazing dishes so effortlessly. And so she was the one that figured out the initial menu. And I have never met anyone else who has been able to run a kitchen as efficiently as they have with so little food waste. Everything is fresh. All the dishes come out amazing. It was incredible to learn from them. And then my dad has this amazing superpower to relate with customers. He is the type who, if you came in four months ago and ordered an iced tea with no lemon and extra ice, he would remember your face. He would remember your name. He'd remember your iced tea order. And he would remember that you had two dogs and that you were going on vacation and would ask you about your trip. So us learning all our different superpowers and making sure that you are in those superpowers and in a space where you can really excel, I think builds a great dynamic because if you're stuck doing something that you're absolutely miserable doing, that's just not a good dynamic for anybody. And that's just kind of teamwork 101. So I think understanding where you shine and then understanding where maybe you have a weakness or you're not as great at this task, being able to collaborate and know who's great at what and then making sure that all those things are covered. So number three, <laughs> I think what really mostly helped me with my parents is really respecting their experience. And I will say now as a 41-year-old, I understand that way better than I did as a 23-year-old. And if I could go back and tell that 23-year-old something, I would tell her to stop talking and to listen more because my parents are the ones with the experience. They have been through it. And I need to, to really call that information and that experience as much as possible. Hey friends, Tao here, popping in to share my excitement about one of my favorite companies in the whole world, Holly Hill & Co. If you are like me and are obsessed with food, especially local food, you will appreciate those special ties that happen around the table. 
Holly Hill & Co. believes, like I do, that food creates connection and community unlike anything else. That's why they take care to strengthen the ties across the generations between family, the farmer, and the land, all the way to the food that ends up on your table. You can experience exactly what this means at one of Holly Hill's nine unique Central Kentucky restaurants and through their beautiful emails. If you're in Kentucky, be sure to find the nearest location and get ready for an amazing experience with the most fantastic food. Holly Hill's co-founder is none other than my dear friend, James Beard-nominated chef Weta Michael, who's been a force on the Kentucky food scene for over 20 years. Learn more about their incredible food community by visiting hollyhillandco.com, where you'll find stories, recipes, how-tos, and even curated gifts. Again, that's hollyhillandco.com, and let them know that Tao from Crankin'Boom sent you. If you've been listening to the show for a little bit now, you know that I believe in the emotional and magical power of food. A big part of the mission statement of Crank and Boom is igniting laughter and spreading joy. Ice cream is our gateway of delivering that to people, and Gold Belly is our partner in the actual delivery of our ice cream to all 50 states. They ship the most famous, the most regional, iconic food from all around the country right to your door. So even if you don't live in the place you grew up, but you really miss your New York bagels or Southern fluffy biscuits, you can get them shipped to wherever you'd like. Additionally, you can try foods from famous chefs like Nancy Silverton or Danny Meyer. Gold Belly is America's number one food marketplace for all your foodie dreams. If you haven't taken advantage of Gold Belly's amazing offerings, run over there right now to their website, goldbelly.com, and ship yourself a little happy today. That's goldbelly.com, and be sure to add a collection or two of Crank and Boom ice cream to your cart while you're at it. So what is it like working with your spouse? For Mike and I, we spent a lot of time really casting a vision for our life and what that would look like and how my work and his work all played into that. So I, I've always felt like we've been on the same team. Now, just because we've been able to have that dynamic, it hasn't always been rainbows and sunshine. We have definitely faced adversity together and tried to figure out different turning points in our life, what that looks like. So I want to share three ways that we have been able to make it work. So number one, knowing your superpowers. Mike is very good at numbers and logistics, and I am very good at creative stuff. So our skill sets just happen to really work well together, but then our relationship was also rooted in philanthropy. And so this piece of our business that is so important to us, the community engagement, giving back, those things have always been there. It's not like I had to convince him that we should go do this thing that is is helpful in our community. And so it translated very easily into the business as well. He is our CFO and then I act as our CEO, as well as our marketing person, our visionary, and we work together in both those capacities. So number two, in ways that we have made it work over the years, is knowing each other's boundaries and triggers. It is important to know when someone's about to lose it and go over the edge. 
if I was just so worn out and just needed some space, but he needed to talk about something in the business, I would just say, I just can't talk about this right now. We are very good about kind of approaching the other person softly. Is it okay to talk about this right now? Or do you have a minute to talk about this right now? And if I'm in the middle of something, I'll say, let me finish this up and then we can talk about it. And it works really, really well now that we can approach each other softly in that way. And that way it doesn't trigger the other person to just go in a frenzy saying, I just can't deal with this right now. I've got too many things going on because it's easy to get in that space when your plate is full and you're trying to do all the things and you're already stressed out. And then this other person is adding more stuff onto your plate. The third way that I feel like Mike and I have made it work over the years was we got to learn how to fight fair and what helps us is when we're at that place where we need to fight about something we just let it out and have it out in that moment some of the rules of fighting fair for us are we don't name call at all one tool that we have used through the years is using the acronym halt h-a-l-t are you hungry are you angry are you lonely? Are you tired? Are you going through these things and that's why you're acting like a maniac? You're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And that's why you might be acting out in a way that <laughs> might not be the best. And I think it's that same thing, learning about boundaries and triggers and learning about the other person and where they're at and respecting that before you kind of dive into a fight. And I think it's healthy and I think it's fair if you have some emotion building up in you to just let it out and then it's gone and then you don't have to deal with it later. So we don't hold grudges and we don't talk about the past. Whether you are working with a friend, a family member, or a spouse, I think it's important to remember you have to line out the communication plan. How are you going to make sure that your needs are met, that their needs are met? How do you resolve issues? And I think you just have to make sure to be honest and have an honest talk with this person that you're about to embark this big adventure on because it can be great. It can also go sideways. But I think if you go in with the intentions of learning about the other person as much as possible, how are your duties going to be split up? What's the expectation? Is this person going to be just working part time? Are you expecting them to show up in the office for 40 hours? Really get into the nitty gritty about those expectations, because I think what's going to trip you up is when you think that person's going to do X, Y, and Z, and they think they're going to do A, B, and C, and they don't line up. And when those expectations don't line up is when you're going to run into trouble. So making sure to line out the plan as much as you can. I believe in you, and I know that you'll be able to work through whatever it is you need to work through when it comes to working with someone close to you. I am a prime example of ways that it can work. Thank you 
so much for listening to the Crank and Boom podcast. If you want business advice and tactics like this every week, click that follow button wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode with us. Also, if you like what you heard today, it would mean so very much to me if you would leave us a review. That helps other people find us. And I would also love to hear more about what topics you'd like for us to dive into on the show. I can't wait to meet you here again soon. Until next time. Peace. This is a production of Four Eyes Media.